There are dark and unfathomable secrets discussed here. You will not attempt to understand them. There are dark and unfathomable secrets in this world. Mankind is not meant to know them. Agents of the program destroy the evidence and execute the practitioners of the knowledge these secrets impart. These recordings are the history of the failure of the program to do so. They always fail in the end. I've seen it. We've always seen it. We will always see it. We hope you enjoy your time with the program. Alright, so we're in Paoli. Okay, yeah, you guys are in Paoli. Uh, Paoli, Indiana is 17 miles away from Marengo. Oh, sorry, it's more like a 30-minute drive total. Um, but yeah, you, uh, Paoli is the closest town with a Walmart. It is also the nearest police station. Uh, there are some restaurants. There's one Mexican restaurant in town. Only uh, one? There's a Sapporo uh, kind of place also in town. Is there a Taco Bell? There is. There's there's a combination. Taco <laughs> there's two Bell Mexican places. <laughs> okay. There's a combination Taco Bell KFC, and uh, if you head out of Paoli and a little bit further, farther north, there's a combination KFC A and W. So. Are, do you this know is not. All this? Yeah, this or is not part know? of the story. This is Austin just recalling things. Yeah, How far is Bloomington from where we are? Bloomington from Paoli is going to be 40 miles. Oh, shit. So how is it going to take us 40 minutes to go 17 miles? Sorry, I said 13, uh, 30 minutes. And the reason is the road through from Marengo to the highway is very windy and up and down and like stuff. Uh, you forget we have federal <laughs> okay, vehicles. Wait, I've got, so it, I've got it written right here. Time via car, 25 minutes to Paoli. Whatever. Yeah, if, we're, we're, if you're adhering to a speed limit, we're feds. We're in Paoli. We're in Paoli. Yeah. Um, where's our contact? Is she Marengo? Yes, she's staying in Marengo. She well, she's actually staying in the uh, national park. Sure. Okay. So, shit. Why did we? We probably should have gone where she was because she is the one who's going to get our our stuff, I suppose. Um, she can. Yeah. Eat. You you actually so you guys get a. Uh, you, you guys get back into your service area and on your provide phones brought out by the FBI, you have a little dossier that has the lab results from the body. Hell yeah, what do those say? Well, have photos of the crime scene that you hadn't seen yet. Cool, we look at those. Yeah, so you're looking at the crime scene photos and it's, it's again, it's a brain with eyes and a spinal column and all of its nervous system, like tendrils, is laid out across the ground pictures of it uh i'm not gonna make you roll sanity for it again because you've seen it already but uh you look it over and there's nothing really uh particularly weird about the scene you look uh they, they were just so like weirded out by all of this they just basically took pictures traced it and then transported the body here to paoli uh, is where the morgue is they give you the dossier back on the liquid, and the weird pinkish liquid that you guys scraped up was confirmed to be human spinal fluid, but very, very thin. Like, it was it was spinal fluid with cave water, uh, and also with some sort of, like, natural thinning agent of some sort that they're unsure, like, what it was. It wasn't blood. Uh, it was something weird, something that they had, they have no record of, like, biologically to compare it against. So space goop. Basically, yeah. Uh, also, they found the same like level of sediment in the body that would would uh, bring it to something to that, that. Sorry, same level of like sediment in the body 
that is found only in the deepest reaches of the cave, as well as a chemical agent uh, that was not present in the first body that is identified as... You guys hear me? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, my uh, it was taking a long time to up, open up my webpage here. Uh, it has traces of dioxin in it, and it has like a list of possible things that it could be. And the top of the list is herbicide 245-T, uh, Agent Orange. Shitty. Huh. <clears throat> that was in the body? Yeah, it was found, and traces of it were found, like, on the nervous system. All right, so they found sediment from, like, like deep, deep earth sediment, sediment, um, and Agent Orange. Yep. And a weird spinal fluid-type liquid. And space goo, yes. Um, uh, I, I, I hate to pull this trick out a second time, but... Do I, my relatively high knowledge of like weird occult nonsense, am I like, oh yeah, the the Agent Orange Gang? This is this is what they like to do to to summon monsters or something. No, you. This does not ring any bells with any of you for any reason. I'm just like, uh, Agent Orange is such a weird thing to have on anything. Like, Tannen, Tannen, give me ice cream. You have push to talk on, and you literally just ask for ice cream into your microphone. That's on me. I just kind of had my fucking finger, like, just on it. I got push a talk on someone saying anything weirder than my microphone. Oh, by the way. Yeah, you got me. Jesus. All right. Um, We have cell service, so I'm going to look up what Asian Orange is. Is that is that metagaming or no? No, go for it. All right. I got to remind I myself. I just know it's bad. Nothing with Agent in front of it's a good thing. Like, look do, at us. Do, uh, where are we staying at? Are we just, like, a hotel or something? Yes, you're staying at the staying at the Comfort Suites in Paoli. Ooh, the Comfort Suites. That's at least two stars, maybe two and a half. I need to look up whether or not they have free Wi-Fi. <laughs> no, no, no. Oh, even, uh, even if they don't have, they they have free Wi-Fi. I don't know if this is going to affect the campaign or not, but like, and I, I say this and I mean this. This is not a bit. Uh, my character is 100% the kind of guy who brings his own like sheets to like the gross hotels like I am definitely that person uh my my dude is 100% the guy who's just like no 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 like we can fit a pillow in the trunk it's worth it guys just believe me you ruined my whole plan you guys were gonna get poisoned via powder hidden in your sheets and now you I don't we have to quit the stream because I don't know where to go I didn't know if that was real or not (laughs) I was was like nice No, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, so what's a... You guys get... You guys find all this information. You get these dossiers. Uh, you get to the hotel. You all have your own room at the hotel. What do you do? How do you... We all have our own room? You get out of your car. You get out of the Tahoe. You get out of the Impala. Um, yeah, so I know, like, Delta Green budget's weird. Like, if we can afford our own rooms, like, I want my own room. I just assumed we'd be doubled up because that's how business travel works, but... I gotta believe there's not a vacancy issue at this like comfort suites in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's cheap enough. You guys get your own rooms. Dope. Yeah, uh, yeah. I sheets, pillow, all of that comes off the bed. 
put my own on there. Um, I'm I'm currently on my phone looking up Agent Orange. That that is what I'm doing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You find Agent Orange was a is a herbicide and defoliant chemical. One of the tactical use rainbow herbicides is widely known for use by the U.S. military as part of its chemical warfare program, Operation Ranch Hand, during during the Vietnam War from '61 to '71. It's a mixture of two two different herbicides, T45T and oh, sorry, 245T and 245D. It has incredibly terrible, da dangerous environmental effects uh, found in the mixture, which cause incredibly bad health problems to anybody that is contaminated by it. And if you are contaminated by it and you have kids, your kids come out, uh, your the children come out like unable just, to breathe and with just missing brains. organs, brains missing stuff like that it's terrible we don't use it anymore we were sued by every nation we ever used it on a lot uh as a matter of fact the actually the u.s military sued the u.s government for covering up how bad it was for people just to be near it and got a ton of money for various uh vet vets yeah how did a small-time mugger in southern indiana get that he made it with uh bleach and uh, household chemicals it's just another name for high master man. meth dealer, so he can make Agent Orange too. I mean, like it's technically a herbicide. Like it was probably legal for farmers to buy it. Honestly, I think we could just say it wasn't a crime. We can just pretend like it washed out from like somewhere else. But anyway, cover-ups are for later. Um, cool. I assume we we should all hang out one person's room, right? And yeah, like figure out what the hell we're doing. Yeah, you guys here. Sent to you when you're at your. You guys get back to the hotel. You're there for like an hour. He was doss dossier, sorry, sent to you with this information, the pictures from the crime scene. <laughs> Whose room do you guys meet up in? My room is the cleanest. I call everyone in my room. I don't want to go into your guys' rooms. Yeah, you guys walk, you guys... Well, what uh, if we sit on your bed? That That's fine. I'm not, like, a germaphobe. I'm just, like, aware that hotels are gross. Yes, you guys, uh, you guys walk into his room, and the first thing you notice is that all of the blankets and pillows and sheets are off of the bed and have been replaced with other blankets and sheets. They're laying in a pile, like, next to the dresser. What do you guys say? Roleplay this scene for me as you talk about things. You know, the, I'm going to be honest with you. It's probably the smartest thing I've seen in a month. I was Thank gonna you. say, like anybody who's gonna give me shit for this needs to recognize. You should see this and go, "No, nah, that's that's a good call." <laughs> no, that's that's fair. That makes I, sense. I agree with it. I don't know. I, I see that you didn't change out the curtains, and that's the first thing I rip my balls on. So, is this in character? Is this Doc saying this? Yes. No. <laughs> no. You can Doc say just... you can say that as a joke. That's a, like Doc can just be a guy who says weird shit like that. <laughs> yeah, Doc could just say weird shit. <laughs> Yeah, no, role, role play this scene. Role play you guys discussing this. Because unless you want to roll for something or investigate, I don't have to say anything. So talk about that's fine. Yeah, Doc says that. Yeah, I mean, that that's fine. Um, I don't do that. Uh, I'm not going to touch those curtains. So rub your balls on them. I, again, I'm not, I'm not a germaphobe. It's just... I, I, don't I can't want... do it if people are looking at I mean, uh, hey, I man. I turn my head. You guys all to turn Sorry, I didn't, I didn't mean like to literally do that. <laughs> That's, I mean, I get that you're a medical professional. It's just weird that yeah. you're that comfortable. Um, Doc does it, and he turns his head and coughs. Jesus. All right. Um, uh, yeah, I just, like, roll my eyes. Like, I'm like, all right, cool. This guy's got jokes. Great. Um, so, yeah, all of our phones went off. I assume I heard all of our phones go off, right? Like, we all have... I know that we all have this information on our phones now, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, you all got that iPhone 14. Oh, man. You got fancy phones. Um, I used to be, like, shitty, like, government-issue phones. Um... 
yeah, so I relay all that information um, that you said about Agent Orange, so we don't have to go through it again to everybody. Yeah, fun fact, the uh, the standard issue phone for an, uh, an FBI agent is an iPhone, because it's the easiest phone to lock things down on. I just assumed it was like an iPhone 7 or something. Like, it was just like, yeah, we bought these 20 years ago and never it's replaced a 5C. them. Yeah, it's just an iPhone, it's an iPhone 1. Mine's yeah. orange. <laughs> Um, so yeah, um, so I say all this stuff about Agent Orange, um, and then I, I don't know, I do not, I don't know anything about, like, I'm like really into anthropology, I'm a college professor, I know a lot of occult stuff, I've seen crazy unnatural shit, um, in, like, that's why I'm here, none of this makes any sense to me, like, nothing that I can think of ties any of this together we have to we have to find new information like i do not i do not know where to look other than just in that cave right now i might have found something doc <clears throat> holds his phone up uh it looks like agent orange was banned in the 70s and all of it was destroyed on an island in hawaii 700 miles off the coast there is no more Agent Orange, and I feel like that's probably something that we should take into consideration, since it's well, showing someone, up in Southern Indiana. Someone would have thirty years after all of it was supposed to have been destroyed. You're right. That's the weirdest thing that's happened today. Well, this is weird. What? I no, know no, Agent no. Orange is kind of horrible was never thinking I'd have to deal with anything about it, but I am wondering about all those kids. Uh, they're in the hospital with a virus from the body. Oh, yeah. I'm thinking in the morning we should go check on them, see what's going on with them. Um, I will leave that to the medical professionals. I'm not really down to get exposed to more Agent Orange from these kids. You have to swim? Man, actually, both of us. Okay, that was a super. Sorry, not to break character. Something very loud just happened outside. Um. Anyway, um, yeah, actually, shit. I don't know. Both those sounds terrible. Uh, I do not want to go into that cave, but acknowledge I'm probably going to have to. Um, we should not go in that cave alone. Uh, this this needs to be a group effort. Yeah, I was going I to say we shouldn't split the party in the first session. Should Should we get the authorities involved? Maybe Can we make the authorities go in the cave? Team? We could. I mean, we very well could. We could. We could say that there's there's this. I don't like, want to do that. There. Not to break character again. That sounds boring to send somebody to go do the fun <laughs> part and then be like, what happened? <laughs> well, then, then I feel like it, it puts them at more necessary exposure. So I think we should probably do this. I have been told we get to kill people if they see too much. Sure. <laughs> we just have everyone line up at the end. I have a shotgun. They have only one way out. Um. Yeah, I think hospital is probably a good call at first, and that like, we can split the party to where like you guys can go to that hospital, and then like we can like let's figure out what gear we need, and then like uh, we can get the gear, and then we yeah, can we'll rendezvous. Uh, at... Talk to with a friendly, get the gear from her. Should we should we mess around in Marengo and be like, hey people Wait, in Marengo, like, do you like know or... stuff? Like, is there some weird guy? Who, you know, somebody who likes wear hoods a lot. You know what I mean? Like anything yeah. strange in town? We could probably ask the um, cops that. The cops would probably know. Yeah, we'll talk. To, we'll um, we'll go get. We'll go to DNR, then we'll go to the police station. I can dig it. Let's okay. do those two things. Yeah. Yeah. We'll try. Right. Night passes. You guys wake up in the morning. What do you do? 
hit that free continental breakfast. Yeah. The hospital is in Paoli, so that's the closest one to you guys right now. Oh, there's no hospital in Mar- I guess there's no self service. Yeah. No, there is nothing in Mar- so They don't believe in modern castle. medicine that far south. <laughs> just beating people with rocks. Gas stations just, and caves. <laughs> there's, there's two gas stations, a so dollar I'd general. Say their medicine is le- uh, leeches. Okay, so I guess we uh, we go if to the hospital first. Willing, I'd like Cam and accompany me to the hospital, yeah. Yes, I will go with you. Okay, you go to the IU Health, IU Health Paoli Hospital, uh, which is outside of Paoli, Indiana, just next to the 4-H fairgrounds. You pass the 4-H fairgrounds, you pull onto the road, the hospital's there. It's a small uh, small hospital. Open 24 hours is the uh, nearest emergency room for about an hour's drive in any direction. And you pull up, and you go to the front desk, and a nurse is manning the desk. I don't know if nurses man front desks, or if it's just like... No, there's like administrative people. Yeah, there's administrative people. Yeah, also, I, I feel like this entire campaign is just like an excuse for you to use your your knowledge of Southern Indiana. They actually <laughs> like, said, yeah, it's just past the 4-H fairgrounds, and then on your left, there's going to be a nice little like Dollar General store, and behind that is like a nice little mom and pop shop. The, yeah, the, and Mrs. Nesbitt's on that corner. She's nice lady. Across the street from this hospital, uh, if you want background, you you pass Super Burger on the way there. Is that uh, a real place? Yep. How is it? It's actually pretty good. It's a local farmer okay, cool. that owns it, and like a local farmer family that owns Moving it. Moving like, on. All right, Agent Johnny, we're gonna we're probably gonna stop there on the way back. They probably have good milkshakes. Now, there was actually something yeah, I read. It's gonna be a long uh, drive. Doing this game was if you're gonna run a camp, if you're gonna run a mission that you write yourself, you either need to do a lot of research on stuff that happens in the area that you're doing it in, or just do it somewhere that you know really well that the other people do not. So that you can like describe it realistically, guys. The next campaign, if we're gonna rotate, like people who run it, we're we're doing the east side of Indy. It's gonna be great. <laughs> we're gonna go to Putt Putt. We're gonna. <laughs> ah, it's gonna. <laughs> okay. Fuck. What's going on in this hospital? Let's go. What's, okay, what's so up? Yeah, you walk into the hospital and you uh you you talk to the administrative person at the desk. You show your badges. Uh, and she introduces herself. She says, "Uh, hi, I'm Shelby." Uh, and you are a group of federal agents. Uh, can I can I help you? Um, yeah, hi Shelby. My name is Agent Barks, and this is Agent Shawnee. Uh, we are the medical staff on the FBI team, and we just wanted to look at the uh, sick patients that you got in the other day after they found that body in the Marengo cave. She says, "Oh, uh, I don't, I don't know. You know, like there's a lot of laws on." Like medical files and, and seeing people. Um, I know, I know them all. I'm an FBI agent, as I said. F- yeah, can can I chime in at this point, being an actual member? Just chime in. Are you here? Are we? Yeah, hold on, hold on. Did you two just go alone? I, I mean, we we went. Did you get in the car with us? I would imagine no, because we're yeah. Sorry, I'm in the parking lot. I'm there, but I didn't go in. Oh, you didn't go in? I'm not going in. I, I feel like we followed you. So uh, yes or no? Are you yes, there? I'm just in tell there. me. Okay. Yeah, so yeah you guys guys talk. Yeah, we're just role playing. Talk. This isn't Dungeons Dragons. You guys don't have to take turns talking. You just you talk to me like I'm a, the person I've described, and I will talk back to you like you are the people you are playing. Okay. Cool. 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 Sorry about that. Um, no problem. Would, it's a, it's, would, a, it's a transition, you know. Yeah. It's a bit awkward. It's a bit, a bit fun. You're a bit awkward. Yeah. No. Um, I would. Sweet. I would. <laughs> It's a very mean thing to say. 
um, no, I would I would say that it's uh, it it's we feel as if the uh, illness is coming from something with the body. We need to get more of a grasp of what's going on here. Um, I don't, please I just don't, don't please. know that I'm comfortable. Uh, uh, okay, okay, yeah, I, I'll take you back there. Thank um, you so much. And uh, she she like stands up and uh, well, she doesn't stand up at all actually. She says, I'll, "I'll have someone send you back there." And she says, "Okay, you're." Um, she she picks up like a, a landline phone that they use in the hospital and she hits a number and says, uh, there's going to be four uh, agents with the FBI coming to talk to some of the children. Three. One of them stayed in the car. Three, oh, sorry. Three, three agents that are going to come, come by. I'm, I'm going to let them through. If you could just... No, I'm going to FaceTime. Uh, and... to, the, to the information they need. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I was going to order from... Okay. Okay. And she hangs up and, sa and says, yeah, uh, you can just go through. And she presses a button and like a door swings open into the hospital itself. She says, you're going to go through that door past the first hallway. Uh, take a right at the second hallway, and you will see another desk, a nurse who's sitting there. Um, and just just show, say that you're with the FBI, and she'll give you whatever information you need, I guess. Amazing, Shelby. Thank you. What's the nurse's name? Oh, um, I'm actually not certain who's working the desk back there right now. You should have now. a rotation chart. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I know that, Shelby. That's part of your job, Shelby. Shelby, yeah, just I, hit the I, random name generator button, Shelby. It's probably Claire. Uh, and, and if it's if it's not Claire, if, if it's an older woman, if it's an older woman, it's Claire. And if it's a younger woman with uh, blonde, blonde hair, it's Amy. Okay. Thank you so much. And Thanks, sure Shelby. enough, you uh, you walk back there, and both Claire and Amy are behind the desk. Amy, the younger blonde woman, is leaning up against the desk, like outside of it, and Claire, the woman, is the sitting chair. behind the desk, like a typical like hospital desk, like the real long rounded thing that they sit in. Amy, uh, yeah, the the uh, the the blonde, the younger blonde woman says, uh, yeah, uh, that's that's me. Yeah, hi. We are we're here to help examine the children. This is FBI agent Nash, and then this is Johnny, and I go by Barks. Uh, he's a paramedic. I'm a surgeon. We're just here to examine the the sick children. Do you have oh, um, any charts we'd be able to look at? We don't need names or any personnel information. Just maybe some tests that were run. Oh, um, yeah. I I can I can. Get you, get you that. Yeah, you might just be better off to talk to Doctor Kirkoff. Yeah, I was gonna um, say, who's their, uh, who's their physician? Uh, th that'd be Doctor Kirkoff. Uh, she is currently meeting with one of the children. Uh, talk talking to them. She, I believe she's in the third room here on the left. If you just knock, um, you can, you can, you can go right in. Thanks, Amy. Do yeah, we need any I type do. of protective no, no gear or anything like that? What's that? Do we need any type of protective gear or anything like that? Are they? No. Are they showing you no. any contagion? Okay, cool. Yeah, so you, you walk in and you see these you, you knock on the door and you hear a woman's voice, come in. Oh, sorry, come in. And uh, you, you walk into this room and there's a, a woman dressed in doctor's garb. Uh, this must be Dr. Kirkoff. And she says, oh, I was not expecting you're not the parents of this child, I would assume? No. Hi, Dr. Kirkoff. My name is uh, Agent Barks. I'm a doctor with the FBI surgeon, actually. It's nice to meet you. I stick my hand out. Oh, uh, yeah, nice to meet all of you. And she says, can I help you? 
Uh, we're examining the body that was found in the caves. Uh, we're on that case, so we were hoping to also see the charts of all of the children that contracted illnesses from it to glean more information. Oh, uh, absolutely. Uh, it's, it's actually really strange. I've been debating sending some of the kids to Riley Hospital, uh, and you look at the kid, and it's just like, it's a, it's a younger, it's a sixth grade boy, and he's completely unconscious. Uh, they don't have, like, breathing tubes on him or anything like that, but they have him hooked up to a pulse machine and stuff like that. And uh, he's, he's unconscious, he's not moving. And she says that a lot of the kids, of course, were, like, were taken here, uh, sobbing and stuff like that, but a couple of the kids, when they were, once they left the cave system, they collapsed, and they have not come back into consciousness since. I mean, it's only been uh, a, a day and a half now. Uh, we One of them recovered. Uh, uh, Susie Barks is in the next room, if you'd like to talk talk to her, but she's been kind of in and out of it, to be honest. But I, I, I can show you their charts. And she passed, she like, uh, she goes over to a computer monitor that's over there and like opens up the chart, and you see that it's all normal stuff. They did not find any traces of any of the chemicals, Asian orange or anything like that, in the body. Uh, you have a really high occult skill, right? I do not. Uh, Agent? Nope. That's Agent me, Cohen. and I ain't there. Yeah, yeah so Agent Cohen... You can call me. I'm outside. Oh, yeah. Agent Cohen's not there. Sorry. I'll, uh... You know what? Yeah, that's a good idea. I'll call you. I'll call you, um, just to kind of give you an update. Yeah, I can, like, FaceTime in. I'm not, I'm not going FaceTime. in that room with those weird, diseased children. <laughs> like, that's not happening. But, like, I'm down to FaceTime. Like, we got phones. So, she goes, yeah, so they, they, uh, they, now, we, we thought they were in shock, uh, just based on that but of course they weren't in any sort of they weren't near anything that happened really the only thing we know for certain is like these children were the closest to the body they were they were some that did not uh, run away as it approached the like shelf of rock um or that's the only commonality we found we thought maybe they were just in shock and it passed out because of that uh, it's it's three children by the way but we're we're not we're not really certain what happened, and you guys look over their charts, and other than the fact that they, uh, other than the fact that they're all unconscious, you look at their charts and don't see anything out of the ordinary. Oh, What's your alertness? Uh, the three people that are in this room, seventy. Wait, did I get called, 70? or did we decide not to do that? I mean, I was I was I was saying I'd call you. I would okay. I would. I would call you, like, audio-wise, and I assume you would, like... Oh, Agent, Agent Ash, do you step out of the room to call him and fill him in? Um, no, I'm just kind of holding the phone up, like, kind of like on speakers. <laughs> speaker phone, so you're hearing all of this? Wow, we're in a, a hospital with dying children, and you're just like, here's my friend, he's on FaceTime. <laughs> this is uh, like Agent, not make a wish, I don't know these kids <laughs> Come anything. On now. <laughs> we're feds, who cares? Agent Cohen, uh, you... They relay this narration, you're like, yeah, everything looks normal except for the fact that they are, uh, you know, just unconscious. And you immediately recognize that this is what happens when and a person who has had no contact with the occult or anything like that is exposed to it in a high level. Uh, their brain, their mind just severs. And it's hard to say if they'll come back or not. All right. Um, I, I probably don't say all of that. I probably just go, uh, guys, uh, this is bad. I was right not to go into that room. Uh, these kids have seen 
some some things like like more so than what we know they have seen like they've seen some serious occult stuff um oh no sh- ah, dude oh okay shit do i say that i should not say that on speakerphone with a nurse in the room on speakerphone yeah i I just realized i did that oh no agent nash Nash, did you tell him he was on speakerphone (laughs) oh no Uh, um agent nash did you tell him he was on speakerphone just i would say yes because the i would imagine that i would call him like audio wise and then he'd like hang up and be like no 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 we need video you're like you you so you go yeah so so agent nash is like uh blah 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 blah, and on speakerphone and you you hear him go i can make this work i can make this work they should not and you just hit the fucking close Uh button and the doctor like looks up and is like what was he saying doctor what uh, what, what treatments have you given to these patients I'm sorry, but did, did, was that person lying? Did they were did they know what might be calling kids? To be well, considering he's in the car because he's an FBI agent and not a, a medical doctor, and myself and Johnny here are. Shit, did uh, you guys what, hang up on me? I can't treat- talk anymore. What treatments have you given to you the were, patients? Like to my ear now. I'm sorry. Okay, so I'm in your. Okay, so I'm in your ear. You can hear me talk. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. I'm just like, hey, listen. I'm a college professor. I'm into weird stuff. Like you. Cover for that. <laughs> that's like, a, that's a weird like, thing like, to say to somebody. Yeah. Like, like no, but like, like occult stuff exists generally. Like, just be like, he's just into like really weird. Don't worry about it. Like, yeah, he's he's watching a he's watching a a, a period piece right now for some reason. Um, he's I don't know. He's weird. Okay, um, Doctor Kirkoff, what I'm sorry, what I'm treatments sorry. have you given to the patients? I, I I'm sorry. Um, I. I mean, we're just keeping their liquid levels up. Uh, they're unconscious, so they've been eating food. We've been keeping their nutrition up, just typical stuff like you would for a coma patient. Um, the nurses come in and stretch their bodies uh, every, like, you know, eight hours, give or take. But so far, only uh, Susie has woken up, if you'd like to talk to her. And right when she says Susie's name again, uh, Agent Nash you hear something like something you hear something shrill just barely out of the zone like you're you're hearing can and I, a natural sounds like someone screaming in a different room can i place where it was well like what room uh yeah it's it's a room nearby with your alertness you're the one that notices it you're you're the one that notices it and then within a couple of seconds a there's a knock at the door and one of the nurses opens uh, and it's Amy. She's uh, Dr. Kirkoff. Uh, Susie, uh, Su- 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 Susie's awake. I, we're not sure what's what's happening. Can, can you please come? And uh, she's like, uh, "You'll have to excuse me, gentlemen." And she like runs out of the room and runs to a door, two rooms open. And she opens the door, leaving the door that you're in open. I, uh, I grab. This, this I, I grab Doc's screaming, just screaming uncontrollably. I grab Doc's um, like coat, like his uh, shoulder, and like kind of nudge him forward to follow me to go look. Yeah, so you, guys, you guys run in there behind behind her, and she's like, "Run!" Put him back on speaker, oh. but mute him. Go ahead. Sorry. Um, I turn to Nash and say, "Put him back on speaker, but yeah, mute got him." It. Got it. Done. You're muted. And while they're going there uh, to the other room, I trust the two of them to be looking at Susie. I'm going okay. to stay in here with this kid because I now have his chart and him all to myself, mm-hmm. not creepily. But I'll do. Um, you know what? It sounds a lot creepier yeah, when, when you specify. add when you add no, in. But it's not I creepy. appreciate specifying. All right. <laughs> <laughs> we're federal agents. It's important to let people know that we're yeah, definitely not up to no good. 
Yeah, so, uh, you're now, you have this kid's file, and they left it open, and you see a more detailed report, uh, and this child was found passed out, like, near the corpse. Uh, it's when it seems like they're not sure what happened in the rush to get all the kids out. The, this child and the other, uh, two that are in here, uh, th this child's name is Eric, uh, Smetana, by the way. Eric Smetana is the name of the top of the file. Was found closest to about 10 feet away from the body, uh, unconscious and not breathing. And they actually had to perform CPR to bring him back. But he his pulse remains low. Uh, the brainwave activity they've scanned for is there. So he's he's there. Like he's not brain dead, um, but it's 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 you know synonymous with a coma patient is what you find. Okay. And I'm assuming there's blood work or something done. And normal. You said all normal. Yep. Um, it doesn't say if there's any tests not yet complete. Uh, it says that they sent all their blood off to a to the lab in Indy, and they're waiting on results. But the labs they were able to pull locally did not show anything abnormal. Was one of those labs the FBI lab? Yes. Yeah, that's the lab okay. they sent. Okay. Yeah, well, let me rephrase that. They sent it to Indianapolis, and the FBI slash Delta Green uh, procured them instead. Okay. Um, Actually, I don't know. First time DMing this game. I already said it, so that's what happened. But in the future, that would be a thing you guys would call your contact in the FBI about and be like, hey, pull those blood tests. Okay, that's, you know. But we'll say that that already happened because I said it out loud, and that makes it real. Uh, if they hadn't sequestered that, I would have tried to discreetly take my own blood sample of this kid to send to the FBI lab. Um, does it say who performed CPR on the kid? Uh, yes, it was the teacher of the group, a Mr. Harding, uh, John Harding, who is a is the history prof history teacher at the middle school. The middle school right, in this sorry, town is the history teacher for the sixth graders. The uh, elementary school consists of K through six in their school district, and the sixth graders have a dedicated have a dedicated teacher teacher per class. And is that for this town we're currently in, or? Uh, uh, yes, that is for one. the through elementary here in Paoli. Okay, so we may need to visit him. Because if it is a virus, indeed, or something like that, he may have contracted it after this kid. Um, is there any sign that the Eric was touched? Like, is there a scrape mark on his hand or leg or anything like that that I can see? Yeah, looking him over, the only thing you notice is there's a rather large uh, bump on his head. Uh, synonymous with like hitting, like being hit in the head, or possibly falling and hitting a stone when he was, uh, when he became unconscious. Okay. We're gonna All cut right. to the other room. Uh, mm -hmm. Susie is screaming, and you guys run in, and Doctor Kapoff is like, I "I'm sorry, it's it's not really appropriate for you to be in here." And the little girl is freaking out. She's thrashing, and they're like, "The nurse Amy has run in here now." And uh, Dr. Kirov are trying to like calm her down. They uh, eventually nurse uh, nurse nurse Amy has to hold the little girl down, and they call in the other nurse whose name is Casey at this moment, and she runs in and uh, she they bring out like 
they drink, bring out like a tranquilizer and they tranquilize her to knock her unconscious um, as quickly as they can to put her out. And uh, they're and this all happens and you guys are standing there watching. What do you do? I'm on FaceTime right now. I'm going to offer to try to help. Yeah. Yes, you're on FaceTime. Yeah. I'm going to offer to try to help, like, you know, uh, secure her, like, hold her down. You know? I, I can't have you touching the patients. I'm sorry, oh, please. Right. Just, if, if you could just wait in the hallway, I'm, I'm fine to answer any of your questions once this is over with. I mean, this, this takes several minutes. It's a little girl. But she is thrashing uh, with all of her strength and just screaming unintelligible words. It's like she's trying to communicate. Do, I, can't really. do I know these words? Uh, oh, yeah, you have a super high occult skill, don't 50. you? Uh, you're, you're, you do, yeah. So with your occult skill, you, you're on speakerphone. That was stated earlier. I'm on FaceTime. I can see this. Yeah, you can see this. She's screaming, uh, and you're not sure what is said exactly, mm -hmm. but you definitely recognize it as some sort of, like, like extraterrestrial, like, cult language that's used in chants for, like for abolism or whatever that like demonic languages in D D. It's just yeah. like Fogren, Fogren, Fogren. Yes, yeah. Dinga, she's screaming, screaming like occult chant sounds. Yes. Okay. Cool. I don't I don't recognize it, but I definitely am like that is definitely some occult shouting. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, what do you guys do? Does it look like they have the situation under control? Yeah, yeah. They they eventually pin her down. The other nurse is able to inject her. They call up an actual... Um, I can't remember the name for a doctor that handles, like, sedating people. Sedationist. Uh, they call, yeah, sedationist. They call up... Anesthesiologist. Anesthesiologist. Thank you. You would know as the uh, paramedic of the group. So uh, yeah, they, they, uh, they call up an actual anesthesiologist to control like that substance going in to keep her unconscious at this point because they kind of had to do it do it like quickly then because they're she was like tearing at her own face uh as soon as the as soon as i see that the doctors seem to have it under control and i don't need to help i'm gonna pull my phone out and try to record as much of what she is screaming as i can i'm writing down what i think she's saying okay yeah so you're you're writing down you're trying to record it you you capture the last like 15 16 seconds of it uh, Agent Barks before they managed to sedate the girl and they're like I I'm sorry if, if you have any other questions um, I'd, I'd love to to answer them but if you could come back I'm, I'm off shift in and she checks her phone five hours um, I, I just I need to be able to focus on these kids uh, I think we have to call some nurses in to watch them uh, we've only got two on staff right now for the for the children's ward yeah, of course, of course uh, we can. Can, can we get someone give her contact information so yeah, she I, can I, inform I, I us do that. That. I'm about yeah. to yeah I give her contact information I write it down on one of the notepads and say if the if the patient oh, seems to get worse or you seem like you need any help like I said I am a surgeon I can help you please don't hesitate to give us a call if the if the condition of the patient worsens you're you're, you're very kind uh, thank you uh, again a pleasure each of you uh, I'll, I'll, I, I will, I'll, I'll call at the end of the shift to update you on their status. Um, if that's something you're interested in. Yes, please. Hey, okay. And if the situation hey. changes, I'll, I'll let you know as well. Thank you. N Nurse Amy, what are you good at? I need a backup character. <laughs> <laughs> Nurse Amy, watch, watch this weird a, video and see if you lose any sanity points. <laughs> uh, Nurse Amy actually has a 90 in disguise. Oh, uh, it's, it's a whole other person. <laughs> 
It's not a nurse at all. Do we, is it really Nurse Amy? <laughs> nurse. Yeah, I've never seen Nurse Amy and Nurse Claire in the same room. Yeah, if, you, if you had to rate how good you are uh, at using artillery, uh, what would you say? Nurse Amy spends a lot of time on 4chan. She's got really into explosives. So we don't really... Nurse, Nurse Amy, 90 in disguise, 80 in artillery, zero in medicine for some reason. Very odd. All right, cool. Let's right, we'll get, get stuff and there. do this cave thing, yeah. We grab Johnny from the room where, with the kid where he's alone in a not creepy way on our way out. Quit touching the kid. We got to go. <laughs> I mentioned that we might want to stop by the elementary school on the way to uh, the other city. or In on a the not way creepy back. way? Except yes. he can't. He's going to have to be about 250 <laughs> feet away. So yeah, we're gonna we kind of have to do what we in. did with um, with Cohen. Or... How are you a federal agent if you have a felony? <laughs> well, what we could do is yeah, because we're not federal going. agents. <laughs> it's uh, so yeah, we'll, we'll say it's like a Thursday. Uh, you guys, all this happens. You you go to the hospital first thing in the morning. Say it's eight o'clock now, nine o'clock now. Wait, why are we going to the school just to see if the kids are affected? Uh, to, you're going to see the history. Can we just like call the school yeah. and tell them to have the history professor call us? I don't really care about meeting yeah, him. Yeah, we really yeah, we can do that. I just want to check in on him at, in some way because they are hypothesizing it's a um, virus, and if it is contagious in that way, he gave CPR to someone who is currently unconscious well, because of this. So I uh, I'm apparently the only non-medical professional on this team, um, but I'm pretty sure the virus thing is. Um, yeah, Nash isn't a button. Nash no. isn't a. Uh, yeah, I, I was gonna say our boy Loudmouth McSpeaker <laughs> said it's an occult thing. <laughs> well, that it's definitely that. So yeah, I, I don't think it's a biological virus. I think the virus part was more of a like the Agent Orange effect on the on everybody who was exposed to the the, the weird sentient nervous system that we're investigating. Uh, I think the only the only information to be gleaned from the school is the is the teacher also catatonic? Um, which even then, if the answer is yes, then of course that makes sense. It's really only if for whatever reason that teacher wasn't like affected the way that like everybody else was. Right. Well, I mean, it I could would... make sense since he only administered CPR. He might not have seen anything, but I could see it going both ways. We'll just contact the school and have them put us in contact with the history professor. See, uh, see, I th this feels like a, we could just ask somebody, "Hey, did the teacher make it out okay? Yes or no?" And then yeah. I think we got to get into that cave. Yeah, I, I think we hit up our friendly in uh, um, Mangrove. Yeah. Um, what was the name of that town? Uh, Marengo. Marengo, Mangrove, Marengo. That's all similar. Um, we hit up her. We got to get. I guess we should figure out what we're gonna ask for. Cause like once we have it, we're stuck, right? Like if we don't ask for something, yeah, we're fucked. Yeah, that's game over, right? So like let's let's do this. I'm gonna bring up my character sheet right quick. I'm gonna throw this. Out we all go and you can you can all say no. It's fine. It's just an idea. I'm just gonna say no. C four. I don't think she can. I mean, I'm not against. Like, I have an affinity in um, explosives, so I'm not against C4. Um, if anything, I'm pro C4. Closed. Exactly. Yeah. Um. Waterproof sidearm. 
I mean, our, all of our sidearms will be just naturally waterproof. They'll be fine. I do unless, not you, unless you're carrying arm. a musket. A I have musket. a knife. That's it. A knife yeah. and a medical kit. Do you want my knife? Doggo! Do you want to have two knives? The dog's now the DM. Wait, hold on. I'm missing it. Dang it. Mr. Darcy. Oh, Mr. Darcy. Uh, he's a dog, too. Are we... And this is this is in-game, in-character. Are we all going to have to go scuba diving in the cave? I would, I would assume we, at least, most of us need to go. It'd probably be best if we all go, but... I, I feel like if you don't go, you're gonna, like, just have a real boring time. It's um, gonna be a lot of listening. Yeah. So, scuba gear, uh, for sure we want. Definitely some uh, higher-powered flashlights. Oh, uh, yeah, so let's uh, high-power... Let's say aquatic. Yeah. Aquatic. Can we get those like cool submersible like little like? It's just one. It's a motor connected to a fan, and we can use it like scoot around. Seems I can't remember what they're called, but like, like a lot of requisition. <laughs> yeah. If we don't use the budget, we lose it. It's not our budget. The budget if they doesn't don't exist. Use the budget, we, they don't lose it. Um, I would like to have, like, are, like, underwater lanterns a thing? Like, I would like to yeah. light the entire way, not just, like, what is in front of us. Dude, we could do, like, that yeah, uh, atypical horror scene where we crack open the flares. Yeah, I was and... gonna... Well, no, the, like, the, the ghost. Yeah. I'm gonna ask yeah. for underwater lanterns, and whatever the best light source comes from that, I think we'll take. Cool. Okay. Um, can I requisition a flamethrower? We can ask. We'll put it down. Uh, you're gonna need. So you're gonna have to do that as a. You're fine. You're gonna do that as a requisition roll. Uh, requisition, but that is a very easy requisition. So a flamethrower. Yeah, oh, flamethrower. <laughs> <laughs> right. I was talking about the underwater lantern. Said it. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, we'll leave flamethrower on there just in case. Um, <laughs> what, what if it's a Tesla, not a flamethrower? Is that easier? Because it's not a flamethrower. It is. I mean, you can just buy one of those. Not anymore. Yeah, they're, they're <laughs> that was limited good. edition. Okay, um, so we got scuba, scuba gear, uh, powerful flashlights, underwater lanterns. I'm putting explosives. I legitimately think explosives is a good idea. I I mean, I don't know how we're going to, like... So how are you getting... So there are two ways for you to get gear. One is to requisition it from the FBI. As you guys are an official FBI. I thought a friendly lady was going to hook us up. So she can get you DNR stuff. She might be able to get you explosives if you can convince her you need them. I'm very persuasive. I have a 70 uh, persuasiveness. Uh, so yeah, yeah, you, if you can persuade her you need explosives because of the DNR officer, I, I assume if any form of the government has access to explosives that isn't like inner city police uh, or the military, it's probably the DNR. They might have actual uses for it. I mean, I, as stated, have 70 in persuasiveness. There you go. Let's do it. Okay. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, we are in Marengo. Um, the scene is set. Let's contact our friendly, whose name I have forgotten, but we, we all know who we're talking about. Nina Hartley. Agent Nina Hartley. Nina oh, Hartley. Of says without question. One thing I will say about the, uh, the, the role-playing, like, the actual character sheet for Delta Green why isn't there a space for notes? There is. At the Where? Not on mine. Notes and personal details. And on the way back to Marengo, while we're in Peyote, we can we can stop at Super Burger for burgers and shakes. Oh, of right? course. Oh, definitely. It's the breakfast burger time. Sweet, 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 sweet. 
All right. Um, hey. Do, do I roll to see if I enjoy the burger? Oh, no, you do. It's a great burger. It's Hold actually uh, today's, a, it's a good burger. today's a Thursday, and you're it's kind a... of sad because uh, Friday is Fish Friday, where you can get a fish Why would you go to a place called Super Burger and get a fish sandwich, you fucking psycho? Are you the occult person here? <laughs> I looked up their menu online. <laughs> Real Honestly, play. If, if Agent Johnny was sad that we missed Fish Friday at Super Burger... I think we should blow up Agent Johnny. He is he is a cosmic horror that needs to be dealt with. It's local catfish, man. It's good shit. In Indiana, fish in Indiana is sketchy at best. Uh, today, oh yeah, so you guys you guys walk into the Super Burger. It's lunchtime. Uh, it's today's special is choice of pork barbecue or sloppy Joe with seasoned waffle fries and a medium drink for six dollars. Dude, that sounds pretty. Actually, that sounds bomb as hell. I want yeah, that right now. Kind of want that now. Yeah, indie all night after this, guys. Oh god. Probably would... their menus. <laughs> no, never. You guys, yeah, let's all meet at indie all night after this. So it's, it's the only oh. thing preventing from getting COVID is indie oh. all night. <laughs> it's the only thing more harmful to my body. You guys afraid of getting the COVID vaccine? Nah, man, I put in to my body. Just inject me with anything it again. It's like that Simpsons episode where they shove all of the viruses through the door <laughs> of Mr. Burns' body. That's indie all night, stopping COVID from getting into you. It's gonna be great when uh, this this live stream gets popular and we're gonna get sponsored by indie all night. Oh yeah. I wouldn't take their money. I would. I'm ready. Get it. They, they, they tried to sell us a rack of ribs for $20. <laughs> I'm here for that. That kid made us taste his ranch. Yeah, ranch, ranch by the ranch by the gallon. CJ, if you're still listening, type in the chat how much you love their ranch sauce. He made him try it on a Dorito. Holy shit! Okay, so Agent Nina. So Agent Nina is I getting need, us some scuba gear. She should. Like DNR are in a place in Marengo Caves where there's like deep lakes in the caves. Like, should be able to get a scuba gear, right? The scuba gear would be easy. It's, I think the explosives is what we're worried about. Okay. And I'm also, I don't think Baker was in here when I said it. I do want some sort of underwater test kit to collect samples for if we see something like a floating head ooze or something. No, that's okay. Fair. Yeah. Cool. So we need uh, scuba gear. I assume for all four of us, I assume we're all going to go. Uh, we need okay. aquatic flashlights, we need underwater lanterns, we need explosives, we need a flamethrower, and we need an underwater test kit. Okay, yeah, so you, you guys get back to uh, Marengo. You meet up with Agent Hartley, and sh she says you need, okay, the scuba gear I can get you, the lanterns I can get you. Why do you need explosives, and why do you need a flamethrower? Okay, <laughs> well, the explosives, I mean, like, we're, we're going into this cave, um we might need to get to somewhere that we can't otherwise get to. Uh, we know for a fact, we talked about this earlier, that there are places that connect all over this cave system that are too small for like a human to get into um, that like we will not be able to, to do. So like we have to, be, we can't dig, right? Like I can't take a pickaxe down there and get through this. We have to, you know, there's an investigation. Like, you know, something you horrible have, has happened here. We have to have be able to do this. Water drills. And also you can't just blow up a cave. They're protected by federal law we're the federal law and also i'm much better with explosives than i am underwater drills i have to use the tools i'm good with it's not like they're animals it's a fucking there rock are. it's there a are, rock there are blind cavefish that only live in this cave system they won't see it 
It'll be fine. If a brain can swim out of the cave system, blind hey, fish can hey, swim out of hey, the cave we system. Don't, we don't know that she that's a thing. so all of her co-workers can hear. What? <laughs> oh, yeah, you're <laughs> just screaming. <laughs> Jeez. Fuck blind fish. Okay, so you... So, go ahead and roll that persuasion there. Uh, Agent Cohen. Alright, uh, underwater drills are not big enough for a human body. I, I needed to make sure of that really quick. Alright, here we go. Persuasion. Whatever. 70. Yeah, I rolled a 22 against a 70. I'm real That's persuasive. Critical. That's a critical success. Yeah. Uh, I give her a little wig. Okay, we... Sometimes we have access to explosives if we have to save people that are stuck uh, in in caves or or to you know blow out like if there's a rock slide situation I will try to get you some I can't make any promises but I will try but if you if you have to use the explosives please for the love of God let me know beforehand so at the very least I can you know prep people for an explosion rocking the cave system. Listen, I know for a fact that DNR has nuclear launch codes given to us. <laughs> Tell you what, if we use the explosives, you'll be the first to know. Also, what's the deal on that flamethrower? She says, I, I do not have access to a flamethrower. I'm sorry, you might be able to get one through um, the FBI. I don't know if you could requisition one from, from them on that, or I don't know. We're in southern Indiana. Somebody probably knows how to make a flamethrower down here for fun. I just assumed somebody would have like poached a deer with a flamethrower that you guys would have confiscated. You know what? Make Sex. a requisition. Make a luck <laughs> roll. Make a luck roll on that one. It feels... Um... Ooh. Wait, what? What is what Shit. is the success? One to forty-nine, or yeah, one to forty-nine is success. Fifty to ninety-nine, and the fifty to a hundred is failure. Where's luck on the character sheet? What does luck, luck count as? Flat roll. Oh, it's just a straight up. Yeah. That's a forty. Uh, you know, actually, now that you mention it. Yes. There, there was, uh, there was, there's a man in northern Kentucky using a flamethrower to clear the woods near his house, so that he could shoot across the field for hunting, there from his porch, and I think, I think we took that from him, and it might be in a storage facility in Kentucky, which is only like a 30 minute drive. I will make a call and let you know. Do you, uh, do you have a crossbow or a harpoon gun? No, we're just. <laughs> Oh man! I mean, if you're checking, you might, you know, <laughs> a crossbow. I feel like a crossbow is probably just a thing we can get. That's probably not even. Always wanted a crossbow for free. DNR has got to have a room of full of crossbows, right? Like that. That sounds like yeah, a that's, yeah, an actual thing that DNR yeah. would like confiscate just, from people. <laughs> I'm just pushing your luck. Yeah, so you guys get the. You guys get a requisition order emailed to you, and um, it just, it has two marks that just say uh, DNR. Uh, DNR, DNR asset one, DNR asset two. That doesn't explain what it is. Um, and then it has several other things. It's got like uh, forty underwater lanterns and uh, six high-powered underwater flashlights 
six sets of scuba gear uh, and wetsuits as well. Feel uh, weird that it's a total of six. How many flashlights? Four? Six, you said? Six. Six flashlights? Yeah. And one flamethrower. <laughs> asset one and asset two. You'll see what those assets are tomorrow. <laughs> I love it. Okay. Um, man, I don't want to like wait till tomorrow because that feels like time is important. Well, I mean, what time is it now? It's got. I mean, we've been driving for like a minute, right? Like we went to that hospital. It's like nine. It's like thirty minutes to here. It's probably about noon, I'd say. Noon. Yeah, we got the noon special. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, I, you guys ate, you stopped for lunch. It's probably like two or three. All right. Um, it's really whether or not we want to wait on the explosives or not, or if we just want to go. Well, I mean, we could do another like when while everything's cordoned off, we can do a, another pass. It wouldn't hurt. I mean, I feel or like we, we gotta get underwater, man. Like we gotta. Yeah, well, yeah, definitely. We have we, to go underwater. I don't think there's gonna be much. Like I think we gotta go. Yeah, I mean, do we want to check with the local beat cops, see if they notice anything in particular? I personally don't, because I don't like local beat cops, but if you guys want to, I will let that happen. I mean, anyone else? We can go in, flash our badges, take some pictures with them. Hell, they'll probably think we're fucking heroes or something. At least that's my that's been my experience with Small Town PD. Anybody? I let you hang in silence as you try to convince everybody, then just go to the car so I can go to this cave. Alright, yeah, fine. <laughs> <laughs> we hope you enjoyed the program. As always, this has been an Aureus Network production, published by arrangement with the Delta Green Partnership. The intellectual property known as Delta Green is a trademark and copyright owned by the Delta Green Partnership, who has licensed its use here. The contents of the show are Aureus Networks, excepting those elements that are components of the Delta Green intellectual property.